And welcome to another, another day in Ketchikan, Alaska. My name is Catherine Tatsuda, and this is First City Forum. How are you doing out there, friends? It's, uh... Oh my gosh, I was actually just like literally ran into the studio just a few seconds before the music started going. I was so busy sending out emails, doing all the important stuff that I didn't even realize. I was like, oh my gosh, I have to go be on the air. So here I am on the air with you. My guest today is supposed to be Katie from the Ketchikan Area Arts and Humanities Council. She has not arrived in the studio yet. So it is just me by myself hanging out wondering, what am I going to talk about? I don't even know. Let's see here. So I was seeing on Facebook, there were all of these people sharing this upcoming weather update. There's like going to be some uh, really warm temperatures coming up, which is super exciting. We're still a couple of days away, but it's supposed to be up into the upper 70s, I think, low 80s, which for us Ketchikan Southeast Alaska folks, that is sweltering. Oh my goodness gracious. So make sure that you have light clothes, lots of sunblock, and you drink plenty of water. I actually really appreciated, I don't even know exactly which uh, one of the places shared it, but they shared information on like how to stay cool and also to make sure that you stay healthy when it gets to be so warm, like limit the amount of time that you spend outside and all of that good stuff. And I'm like, I'm just going to go sit out on my deck like all day long. Is that okay? I don't have to work, do I? Anyways, <laughs> so... I had a pretty fun weekend. I actually, on Saturday, we had a, I hosted a farmer's market down at the Commons, which is down there right in between Tongass Federal Credit Union Branch and Tongass Towers. So the Commons is uh, TFCU's Community Business Development Center. And part of the mission that we have for that space is to create a place for people, small businesses, micro businesses, to have opportunity to sell their goods and let people know, um, you know, that they that they exist and have the opportunity to do commerce. So the farmers market, which was the first one of the summer, happened this last Saturday, and we're going to be hosting them the third Saturday of July, August, and September. So that is pretty exciting. So if you are interested in selling your goods, maybe you are a an artist, a creator, a woodworker, you are a potter, you make candy or baked goods, or you want to do something fun with your kids, you're always welcome to, um, I think the first one I did last year, there was a parent Parents and their children and their kids set up a bake sale, which was really cool. And they, um, they part of the money that they brought in, they used to, they donated to a local nonprofit, and then the rest of it they got to keep and spend how they wanted to. So that is available. So I still have space available for anybody who wants to be a part to be a vendor. 
at the this summer's farmers markets you can sign up for one you can sign up for two you can sign up for all three more than happy to and I have space outside so you want to make sure that you have a table and a a big canopy and chairs if you want chairs and also ways to take payment that's really important and if that's something you're interested in you can get in touch with me you can call the radio station you can also email me just ktatsuda at tongasfcu.com and let me know that that's something that you're interested in and I can talk to you about that, give you more details and add you to the list. And it was just a really, really cool event. The weather was perfect on Saturday. It was such a lovely, lovely day and it was so wonderful. The market was open from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. and I think I had vendors there at like 8.30. They'd parked their cars in the spots that they wanted to use and um, to be able to sell it, to set up their booths. And um, and then as people began to just set everything up, you could really feel the energy and the excitement and the life that was going on. It's been, you know, it's just been such a weird time over the last couple of years. And I know, you know, we're getting back into this place where, you know, we're, we're, we're getting out more and we're mingling more, but it's still just not the way that it was. And also just coming out of winter and this really cold spring that we've had. So it's, it was just such a, it was such a cool opportunity to share space and time with people that I didn't know. I, you know, I hadn't met many of them before and just to see them getting excited to setting up their booths, looking forward to all of the different people from the community who were going to come to the farmer's market and shop. And then people started coming before 10 o'clock and it was just all day long. I actually had some vendors because there were so many people who stayed who were there after two some of my vendors were like I'm just gonna hang out for a little while longer because there's still people looking around so so that was a lot of fun and that's a really great opportunity for you to make some money or to also just shop locally and um, find some really cool gifts for yourself your family your loved ones just because any and all of those things are good I'm also just want to put a shout out there I'm looking for some people to maybe do up some fun creative food ideas. The Pilot House Coffee is located in the Commons and they have coffee and sandwiches and muffins and bagels and I was speaking with somebody on Saturday during the market and she was like, oh hey my daughter does fry bread. Could she have a booth? And I was like, oh my gosh, yes, that would be incredible. Have her come, have her talk to me. So if you have something that is not sandwiches and muffins and bagels but maybe some fun food items, something different, something unique. I would love to host you at our farmer's markets. Also, just uh, get in touch with me again. Uh, You can get in touch with me at the radio station here. Also, email me ktatsuda at tongasfcu.com. Yay. All right. That's my big plug for uh, that's my big plug for the farmer's markets. What else is going on, my friends? I keep hearing lots of cool stuff about KFMJ. I don't even know what I'm saying. Give me one quick second. I have to grab my flyer. Here we go. Okay, so... KFMJ Day is going to be, this is our first 
annual summer event that's consisting of an evening for locals. Uh, it includes local musicians, local food, and local fun. This is super exciting. And this is put on by the Ketchikan Radio Center. So they oversee, that's uh, KTKN, that's the station you're listening to right now, as well as Gateway 106.7, that is KGTW, that is the country station. And then also KFMJ 99.9 and our very infamous Russell Wodehouse is the voice for KFMJ. And it is a celebration of Ketchikan and also just like a fun, fun time. So we're going to have three bands. The Compass Roses, K-Funk, and Woody's Finest Hour are going to be performing. There is going to be food and drinks provided by Cape Fox. And tickets are available at the door. Uh, they are $15 at the door. You can buy them in advance for $10 a piece. The doors open at 3 p.m. and the music goes from 4 p.m. to 10 p.m. And I believe that this is happening on July 2nd. It is not on the flyer that I have in front of me, which is a total bummer, but it is going to be happening on July um, on July 2nd at at the Lumberjack Show. So the Great Alaska Lumberjack Show is where KFMJ Day is going to be happening. Uh, you have to be 21 years or older, but I do believe, well, okay, so if you want to drink, you have to be 21 years or older. But if you want to just go and have some fun and bring your family, you can do that too. I believe that where the alcoholic beverages are going to be, there's going to be some separation, kind of like a beer garden, that sort of thing. Probably should um, look, give the station a call or check our Facebook page for more information about that. But that's coming up, something super fun and awesome to do. So I haven't been on the air since last week, and I haven't even really been in the studio in the station since last week. And so I come in today, I got here early so I could work on some different projects. And Brittany, who's a station manager, she was like, oh my goodness, Kat, you need to talk about the Elton John special that we have going on. And I was like, oh, tell me more. What is this Elton John special that's going on? So she uh, she went on to tell me that Elton John is on uh, getting ready, if he's not already, getting ready to start his very last tour ever. And so, uh, you know, we're all about music, we're all about fun, we're all about helping local people get into music, listen to music, have fun. So we were able to secure a couple of tickets for the Elton John show for the final Elton John tour that is going to be going on. And we have tickets to the show that's happening at the Tacoma Dome in the middle of October. Very, very, very cool. Um, and if you are interested in entering to win a couple of those tickets to the Elton John show, in Tacoma in October, you need to get your little booty down to Alaska Coffee. And that is located downtown on Front Street, right next to the Totem Bar and Annabelle's right there. And it's a brand new coffee shop. It's run by the same people who own Market Cafe, which is the little place that's located right by the movie theater. 
You can go there and you can enter your name once per day into the box and uh, get yourself put into that drawing to win the Elton John tickets. I am going to take a really quick break. I'm going to uh, see if I can figure out what's going on with my my beautiful guest who seems to have gotten lost on the way here. I'll be back in just a couple minutes. Hold on tight, you guys. And we are back with First City Forum. It is Tuesday, June 21st. I'm Catherine Tatsuda. I was not able to track down yet Katie Posey from the Ketchikan Area Arts and Humanities Council. I was frantically sending text message and also putting a call out to all my friends who were working away in the Ketchikan Radio Center (laughs) going, hey, can someone please come talk to me? Or with me on the air. It is hard to do by yourself in this station. Props to all those who do it. I've done it a couple times, and I must be honest, it's not my fave thing. So, big thanks to my friend Brittany for coming on. Hello there. Hello, Catherine. Hello. It's been so long since we've been on the air together. I know. I think over a year, probably. Yeah, I kind of think I'm like, gosh, was it? Oh, no, 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 because I did it for City a couple times. You did. Oh, you came you on did. with your dad. Yes, so. I did. Okay. okay. So, but outside of that, it had been like a long time. Yes. Yeah. I think I remember when you first moved here, you came down from Juno um, with uh, that other person from Juno and, um, and you guys came and like... Yeah, you're like, I'm new to Ketchikan. Yeah, well, I was new to radio also. Right. I was petrified. Yeah, and so, and that was, I'm thinking that was December mm-hmm. of 2020. Ooh, November. November. November of 2020. And I mean, now we're like a year and a half, a little over a year and a half. I know. And now you're managing. So Brittany is the station manager for Ketchikan Radio Center. She's in charge of like selling ads and doing all of that, but also coordinating all the super fun promotions and whatnot yeah and you're still here in Ketchikan I know I love Ketchikan I didn't I didn't know if I was going to when I first got here but I love this place yes so what do you uh like what's your favorite part about Ketchikan yeah oh god (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I have such a long list um honestly the first thing that comes to mind and I say this to everybody and it sounds cheesy well, no, it doesn't. Um, I just like how community-oriented it is. Uh-huh. I feel like I say community-oriented like five times a day. Mm. <laughs> but every time it's I talk to... It's super true, though. Yeah. Well, um, people back home, because my family does not get it. They're like, you moved to Alaska. You got nothing there. And the weather's crazy. Only in the winter. Right. <laughs> but um, they don't get it. They've never been up here. But um, I, being from a big city, you just have that disconnect pretty much constantly. Yeah. And so... Um, I love Ketchikan as a whole anyways. I love the people that I've met here. Everybody's very down to earth. And this is coming from someone who's lived in multiple small towns because I've moved around a lot. Mm-hmm. And Ketchikan just has something special. Mm-hmm. And what really hit me, and I didn't um, I didn't know her personally or anything, but when all the Libby stuff was going mm-hmm. on, that's when I really realized, I was like, this town is like really tightly knit. Mm-hmm. And it just isn't something that I've experienced anywhere else. So. Yeah, it is very tightly knit. People step up and help one another in times of need, in times of not need. Um, and there is just, there is that sense of community and genuine care that we have for each other, you know, that you don't always see or it's not as prevalent uh, and present no, in and places. It's not, and I've lived, know? not to... Not to take part in the rivalry, but I lived in Juno for years off and on and never experienced anything like that there. I've lived in small towns in Minnesota. Nothing like that. Nothing. nothing yeah. Nothing, so. Yeah. It's amazing, I think, sometimes, like, what 
living on a little island can do. Mm-hmm. But in but it's we're it's more than that, I think. I know that there are a lot of people who work who just do a lot of hard work and put a lot of energy into Because and you care. know what? There you know? was there was a drive we did for a girl who passed away in a car crash when I lived in Minnesota, and that was community oriented. But the people there are just like very bitter. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like almost a cultural thing mm-hmm. here. And um, apart from just like if the people just actually care about the community, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, there's like a genuine like love for where they live. Mm-hmm. Um, and you always you get some people that are like, oh, I want off this island kind yeah. of thing. But yeah. most people, yeah, I haven't had that experience with. And um, yeah, I don't know. Oh, and. It's very arts oriented. It is. That is the kicker for me. Because I'm like, community, yes. But like, I think that I personally resonate with Ketchikan so much because it's so arts oriented. Yeah. And I know you're very creative, yeah. artistic, <laughs> all of that stuff. So I can see. Well, and that's, you know, there it, we, you know, we, I have the the people from the Arts Council on pretty regularly and also like First City Players. And, but there are so many opportunities for creatives to, to create and to do and to perform and, I was speaking just a little bit ago before you came on the air about the farmer's market that I did. And so, and I had 14, I had 14 little tiny micro businesses at the Commons set up selling everything. We had cho- like homemade chocolates and baked goods. Was that we, this weekend? It was on I Saturday. Passed it. Joe yeah, and I missed that's, it. Yeah. yeah. So and we had people who made jewelry. There's a woman who was, um, she had like wireless cell phone chargers. So that she had like with this, she had done wood, like, um, what I've engraving because I went to the yeah. American Legion yes. one and yeah. a lot of those people and there. like and all of just these like incredible um just like uniquely talented things and so if you are a maker it's such a great place to be a maker and be able to sell your wares and have people appreciate it but then also if, if you're a performer uh and there are in a creative there are so many opportunities well, for that like as well there's a place for everybody mm-hmm. and um it's almost like the more unique, the better, right? And it's like, it, it, I always tell people, um, so I've met a lot of seasonals, obviously, mm-hmm. which is my first year meeting seasonals, came here during COVID. So right. this is a fun summer for me. It yeah. feels like my first summer, even though it's not. Um, and I always tell people like, well, how do you like it here? Because a lot of them, and I feel like this is probably how Ketchikan adopts most of the people that it does. They come here for a season. And they're like, I kind of want to stay. Right. And um, I just tell everyone, I'm like, it's like Misfit Island. Do you ever watch that Rudolph movie? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's like Misfit Island, like the Island of Broken Toys or whatever. But there's just a place for everyone and it's like all these random people that you wouldn't think and they just all kind of fit in it's weird Mm -hmm. weird. Mm -hmm. well it's kind of fun for me too so I'm talking with you and I know that you're in your mid-20s is -hmm. that right yeah and so you're a part of this like you know this 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 younger generation so I'm in my mid-40s you know and like and you are you are creating a, a path for you here and, you know, taking on the responsibility of being the station manager and like, but also that means, you know, all of the things that go along with that, but you get to create your life here and there's opportunity mm-hmm. for you, which I think is really beautiful. And I love that like a lot of seasonals are in that younger age too, coming here, loving what they're experiencing, making a choice to stay, which is I think part of what helps the community thrive. Yeah, it's like, and you know, the whole, you were here for the whole ups and downs and all the trickiness of getting the station back <laughs> to yes. where it needs to be, which we're still stabilizing a bit. But it's a lot of trailblazing, I think. I don't think any ever 
has there been this many like young people here which in a way is really good because like you said it's opening a lot of opportunities Mm -hmm. it's a lot of fresh ideas um there's obviously like you know mike coming in um pros and cons to everything but had a lot of expertise that we don't have right because we're all very young here but um i think it's turning out well and we've got fun stuff coming yes. out because of all the fresh ideas and i thoughts. know well you were you i remember a couple of months ago you're like i'm working on this idea ha ha, ha i think i want to call well, it kfma KM, kfmj day it's scary <laughs> because you know i'm brand new i'm young for this position probably the youngest person who's ever been in this position uh-huh. and so everything is scary because you want to throw it out there but um you know, sometimes you're shot down and sometimes it's a good idea and you're shot down. Yes. And so I was like scared to kind of throw it out there, but then nobody really said anything. And I was like, oh, I'm going to do it. I'm going <laughs> to do it. Well, and that's, I mean, that's what you have to do mm-hmm. is uh, you just have ideas and you do it and then you see how it goes. Mm-hmm. And you're like, if, if no one showed up for it, no one thought it was cool. Right. <laughs> well, won't do that again. Or everyone loved it and you can just continue it on. Right. So, and this is actually like a bit of a, this is just like your own version of those backyard barbecues that concerts that we had had right so it's similar yeah it's a mixture because so in tucson where i am from we have kfma day because we have a um kfma is the rock station there it's kfmj but it's in tucson yeah obviously they have like big name bands come down and it's the same thing they've got food and whatever and it's an all-day thing right so i'm like how can we do it here on a much smaller scale but then this ties this is a perfect conversation it all comes full circle on accident because it ties in all that community oriented stuff we were just talking about everybody for the local bands here goes ballistic Oh, I know. Like, they all show up, even if it's just, like, a Saturday night. Like, that bar will be your sardines, you know? Right. So, I'm like, how can I make this, like, family-friendly and stuff? And then, yeah, Michelle had done that backyard barbecue. And, you know, Michelle's still in and out. She helps me a lot um, when I need it for, you know ideas and references mm-hmm. and she told me at the beginning of the summer she said don't do the barbecue because you're gonna have to get all these people to sacrifice staffing and it's gonna right. be a crazy cruise season it's gonna be really stressful and I really wanted to do it so I was like dang how can I do it to where we don't need much staff so it all just kind of fell together perfectly and since people have not really been able to perform the bands and stuff that much because of COVID it's kind of like a big bang and then we couldn't figure out the right day to do it oh i know um, i know and i it remember just ended up perfect because you know Jill, i didn't know fourth of july was on a monday so yeah <laughs> okay so fill us in on the details so kfmj, K-F-M-J day, day. I have it memorized, but I'm flip our little flyer. Yes, on. yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna say I'm sure you updated the flyer, but it's missing some pertinent information. Yes, this is an. This was a, the uh, <laughs> archaic. This yeah. was the beginning. This yes. was this was this is our this is our broad thirty thousand foot. Well, it's twenty five because you had the name of the bands on there. Yeah. A thousand foot view, um, and so yes. I'm like reading off of it. And I'm going, oh goodness, it's missing like, some information. No, well, I just needed. We were trying to set up the ticket website. I needed some kind of imaging or something to show people to sell it. Anyways, right. so yes, KFMJ Day, July 3rd, the Great Alaskan Lumberjack Show. Okay. Um, it is a Sunday, but since July 4th is a Monday, most people have it off. Yes. Unfortunately, if you're in tourism, the, sorry, <laughs> you probably yeah, don't. It's okay. It's going until 10. So it's going until 10. Go afterwards. Yeah, exactly. Go to bed after. It's fine. Also, it's kind of perfect because then everybody, I'm so excited because the alumni is going to be in town for the 4th of July yes. parade. And I've gotten multiple texts from people that are like, oh, our entire class is 
coming to this event after we do our little cruise or whatever. So, so cool. It's going to be busy. Um, we, we're, our ticket sales are like the closer we get going a lot faster. I think a lot of people are going to buy at the door. Yeah. Anyways, we're going to have Kate Fox doing um, some alcohol inside, some food inside. Everyone's welcome. We're going to have wristbands or a stamp or something if you're over 21 so you can bring the kids. Um, Compass Roses are very family friendly too. Mm-hmm. They're going to be there and I haven't seen them since... Um, Joe, I think Joe had them at his catchiversary, I believe, or okay. or maybe it was, I saw them relatively recently, but they don't perform that often anymore, so it's exciting to get them involved. Um, it's going to be from 3 p.m. to 10 p.m. The music starts at 4, I believe, mm-hmm. and I'm working on, and I don't know if this is going to go through or not. We got some things to, to nail down, but we're trying to have um, the Hatch House um, and or Chicka Chicka Bang Bang in the parking lot. Um, so uh, for those who don't know what either one of those two things are, you want to fill everybody in? So they are new food trucks in town. Yes. Both of them are pretty new. Mm-hmm. Um, I have actually not tried Chicka Chicka Bang Bang. I've only had their fries because I'm always on a sad, depressing diet. Yeah. But I have heard <laughs> only amazing things. Um, I did get to try the Hatch House, um, which is is um, Hispanic cuisine. I think uh-huh. it's like Tex-Mexy kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and they are very authentic. I'd compare them to like Garcia's or something. They're okay. like very good. And I'm from the border of Mexico, so I think I would know. <laughs> you would definitely know. You would totally know. I was pleasantly know. surprised. They're, every time I drive, so they're parked, the Hatch House is parked out there by Walmart. And every time I drive by when they're open, there's like a line of people waiting mm-hmm. to eat from there. It's really good. Well, it's like, it's like Mexican street food. It's not mm-hmm. even just like they have like... Um, the corn and the mayonnaise and stuff. It's slipping my mind. Oh my goodness, yes. I don't remember the name of that, but it's delicious. I'm embarrassed that I don't remember what it's called. That's okay. (laughs) But it's very good. It's It's really good. good. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. So hopefully we get them there. And yeah, with the alumni and everyone in town, I'm sure everyone will go out afterwards. It's going to be a crazy night. It's going to be a crazy night. Since it's in such a nice location, it's right downtown. It's going to be so fun. I actually ordered two separate 4th of July outfits. <laughs> so I can wear one at Cave MJ Day, and then I can wear one for the parade the next day. <laughs> I need two separate outfits. Oh, yeah. oh, my goodness. I think that what I think that Russell and I are going to be doing some live remotes yes. from there. I, I, I talked to Russell about it once. I okay. need to remind him. But okay. he's always down. He's yeah. always, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's always so excited to participate and stuff like that. But it's Cave MJ Day, so you got to have, like, Russell we have there. To, yes, you have, have to have you Russell. there. And so... Yeah. Um, Tracy, I mean, he, he's going to be doing all of the sound and the everything. And so he's, he's going to be playing, running around. And he's going to be and playing, playing, too. Oh, my goodness. And I think he sings now, doesn't he? He is. He for and Woody's? Austin Hayes mm-hmm. are like the co-lead singers for Woody's Finest Hour. I'm so excited. They've, they've updated. I don't know if you've been to their shows recently. They've updated no. so much. They've got like all their gear and the lights and the wireless stuff. Tracy was dancing in the crowd last time. I was what? like, whoa! I was like, really? who's that guy? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Tracy Brown like lives my dream of being like a super rock star. He's like Hannah Montana. We're <laughs> two, two separate lives. <laughs> I know, really. He really is. It's so funny because so uh, Tracy Brown, you probably know he's the voice in the mornings on uh, um, KFMJ. Mm-hmm. Always does the trivia. And then he also, he's like the engineer here and just he makes sure that everything is running smoothly yeah. he programs ktkn he does all this like a lot of like technical he's the technology glue he is <laughs> yeah. yes he is and um and so it's so fun to like watch that like yeah personality mm-hmm. just bubble up and all of a sudden he's this super cool lead singer in a band rock star, yeah, yeah. So fun. <laughs> and austin hayes is so talented i was oh so gosh, excited yeah. when they added him yeah it's so fun to see him up there 
And he's playing Salmon Falls. That's at the Timbers for the very first time, by the way. Yes. Very first time. Last week. And he was playing, I think it was on a Wednesday. I don't know if that's a repetitive thing or not, but. I think he is. I think it's going to be once a week. He's out there at Salmon Falls. So they're open for dinner. Yes. Yeah. I had not. And I, okay, look, Timbers, I had heard about it. You know, they were kind of uh, open and closed and open and closed throughout COVID. So I never made my way out there. But I was like, my jaw was on the floor. I went out there to meet Colleen, who's the new, um, I don't know her exact title. I think marketing or mm-hmm. sales manager and um she's an amazing lady too she used to work in vegas at all these like fancy hotels and stuff yeah very very cool that she's up here but she showed me like they have a waterfall uh-huh. and like those fish bowls and stuff so crazy it's I, beautiful i got this little drink in a hummingbird glass and oh. it was like rosemary sticking out of the little bird butt <laughs> <laughs> like it looked like a hummingbird yeah well not a hummingbird per se it looked but like a little robin just, or something but it's called okay. the hummingbird oh and okay it's like a spicy oh. mango-y kind of thing I just wanted the bird glass. I'm not going to lie. You're, to you, yeah. You're like <laughs> slipping it in your pocket. Yeah, I don't know where that glass went to. Yeah, that's crazy. Someone else came and picked it up a little bit ago. <laughs> you go ask the service. <laughs> it's on my list to go out there this summer because um, I'm actually supposed to, my birthday was at the end of May and I wasn't able to like celebrate with some of my friends. And so I was like, oh let's go out to Salmon Falls. Let's go for something different and fun. And they're yeah. having the Denali wine tasting mm. on the 25th. That's something we can talk about too i don't know how much time we have yeah we have lots of time okay you're like so much time. so much time let's <laughs> fill it denali so, wine tasting or, or it's not wine i'm so sorry it's the brewery company it's the denali brewing company it is a tasting but it's a dinner it's a four course dinner i read the flyer one time so i'm going off memory here the, yeah and it's 100 accurate <laughs> yeah right I, I believe it's seven to ten and okay. um you gotta buy your tickets or table in advance because i know they're going fast um joe williams has been to this event this this denali tasting dinner thing i think they did it at 108 once and he said it was completely packed they sold out it was mm-hmm. amazing he said there was so much food um i'm excited to go yes um the cape fox guys got me tickets so i'm super stoked otherwise i probably wouldn't have it would have been on my radar right but um yeah so if you're interested in that not only go see the timber since they've reopened but that tasting sounds very fun and i'm not a beer girl but it still sounds like it's those gonna be are very fun. always like any i've gone to like um i don't know different restaurants and organizations at different times have had like i've been to whiskey tasting see and that's more on my alley <laughs> it's and you know like beer or wine tasting and it's so fun when they like you don't have to think about what you're going to eat mm-hmm. or what you want to order because they have the whole menu planned like out, out and then they have the beer do uh, you so you know how you do a wine tasting you spit do you do that with whiskey um no they they were like shot 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 oh no, no i just joking. <laughs> I was gonna say but i'd be like have to get me carried out at the end it was very classy it I'm was like, at least you're eating while you're doing yeah it. exactly balance, oh right? my goodness though <laughs> i remember so i don't i'm not a drinker i don't drink um like I might, yeah, I just don't. And I and I went to this whiskey tasting. This was like ten years ago. Um, and but I must not have like drank enough water because I at the, by the end of the night I had the worst headache. Um, so the food was really good and all the different whiskeys and it was a it was a really neat event. But I was just like, oh my gosh, this is just like migraine central. Yeah. So, but that won't happen at this Denali. Yes. No. Tasting. <laughs> We're like dissuading people. I know. <laughs> No, drink lots of water, eat lots of food, have lots of fun, and then just have some Advil. I was say, the view in your alone, pocket. the view alone is oh, so. I know. 
it didn't and somebody told me um one of my friends that's performing up there he was like hey it, like you gotta go it feels like you're not even in Ketchikan anymore Evan Porter he plays on Sundays there I believe um and I was like okay like it was in the back of my mind but when I was like wow this really does not feel- actually you know what it feels like Ketchikan at its best I'll put yes. it that way yeah it doesn't necessarily feel like you're not in Ketchikan it just feels like you're in the best part of Ketchikan yeah like, I'm like oh this is why I live here you you're know? well you're, you're so far out the road mm-hmm. and this like beautiful environment with the views mm-hmm. of the water and everything so yeah it is like the like the best you know and that waterfall i could yeah. i was like yeah shocked. and just everything so fancy there and so like fancy <laughs> i don't know how, i don't know another word for it she's very fancy it's very uh it's very high class yes yes but then they have like be- burger and a beer night yeah and i'm like I, f- I wear heels everywhere but that was the one place i'm like oh yeah i feel normal wearing heels here which is funny because it's a fishing lodge yeah <laughs> i'm like i wouldn't be i wouldn't be caught out on the dock probably with no. a pole but you I, might this break your ankle absolutely <laughs> yes well colleen was telling me i hope she's listening right now um, <laughs> She's like really small uh-huh. and she, same as me. She's like, you know, we're like, we're one of a kind here. We heels and dress up and whatever. Yeah. And uh, we're not from here. <laughs> and she said that um, they made her like go out on a fishing boat as like part of her interview and stuff. And she's like standing there. She's like, first of all, the boat comes up to like her like chest. <laughs> she's like everything. She's like, I can't do anything but just stand here. Oh. But they told her and I've gotten this so many times about the heel comment. They're like, oh, you're going to wear those like a week. You won't last in the heels. And she's still wearing them. She's still wearing <laughs> and them. I'm like me too. I've had so many jobs where they kind of scoff at me only in Alaska though everywhere else it's like normal accepted yes everyone's in tufts here all the time or like you know and it's expected in so many other places but when they're like glued to your feet yeah it's like I can she said the same thing she's like I can run in these probably better than I could in like a flat foot shoe yeah yeah I understand so yeah Yeah. it's like an like another attachment that is second foot that's so fun okay so we have KFMA KFMJ Day. I don't know why that is so hard for me to say. (laughs) KFMJ Day. I got it. I'll get it. I'll get it. That's happening July 3rd. You can buy your tickets in advance. uh, $10. How do they buy tickets? advance. And you can go to catchcanradio.com. There is a link. It's a hyperlink. Somebody called me a little confused the other day. There's like, it says click here for tickets. There's no button. You click the 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 dialogue it you says click, click the here. text you click the text if it's underlined you click it it's right above uh, a little poster for KFMJ Day that's the easiest way there's also links we're posting them we're trying to post them to the socials at least a couple times a week so that okay. people who follow us on Facebook um, can find it I post it to my personal socials but the easiest way is go to catchcamradio.com it's toward the top of the page it's really easy to find $10 in advance um, it is 15 at the door so buy in advance okay and it includes the food too is that no, no. Um, the food is for sale inside by okay the food and alcohol is for sale inside and then there is you know for sale um hopefully we'll have the food trucks there i'm trying to verify that with the lumberjack show right now okay perfect perfect so that's important uh to know so food and drinks for sale Mm -hmm. once you get inside the tickets at the door getting the ticket just get you into the door so you can enjoy the music remind us of the bands that are playing so it's going to be k-funk which hasn't played in a long time not since christmas and before that even longer um k-funk and uh the compass roses and woody's finest hour yes yeah, so and they're all doing two hour sets Ooh, or about an hour and a half something wow like that. okay so it's gonna be really like a day, mm-hmm. a day it's like a evening. whole festival day long musical thing we're ringing in uh fourth of july i almost said new year's i'm like where am i yeah. fourth of july the can right people come and go um i believe you can especially if you have a wristband we might get stamps maybe we'll do that okay dance stamps so people can come and go because if they don't want to be there the whole day long yeah but we will also have a list of names um because people are 
buying online, we've got names. Okay, perfect, perfect, perfect. Awesome. Okay, July 3rd, make sure you get your tickets. That's going to be a super fun time. What else, like what other types of fun things are you planning? So this one is in the works. And we have, I've spoken to a few restaurants about it. We haven't even really announced it. This is the first time that we're going to be buzzing about it a little bit. But um, I've talked to Cape Fox. I think all of the all, if not most, of the Cape Fox restaurants are going to participate. And I'm talking to a couple other places. Um, in Juno, they do this thing called Bacon Fest. <clears throat> and virtually, it is um, a, you go to a venue and you get a little punch card to judge bacon. And it's all bacon-like dishes, these tiny little bacon samples. You, I think we're going to have a sweet category and a savory category. And um, the restaurant can... Uh, apply for both right so um richard was telling me they've had like bacon wrapped bananas or bacon little little bacon shooters it's gonna be a 21 plus event sorry guys (laughs) um and just all these little bacon dishes and basically everybody goes around votes for the best sweet bacon dish and the best savory bacon dish um they said in juno they even do like a bacon eating contest and they have a band and they had a um literally a drink dedicated to the event i think they did like a chocolate bacon margarita or something Mm -hmm. like that or uh, something crazy so we'll probably do something like that as well and it's going to be all the restaurants that we can get in on it um, nice which i think will be very exciting that is uh Mm -hmm. do you have an idea of when that's going to be i think it's going to be late summer early fall we haven't pinned down an exact date um but because it's going to take so much participation from restaurants probably toward the end of summer Mm -hmm. i would imagine when it slows down just a little when they have a little bit more time Mm -hmm. i'm very excited for it all the restaurants are very excited for Good. it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That sounds mm-hmm. like fun. I know I've been around Catch Can for a while and events and activities. And uh, did Michelle O'Brien tell you about her bacon? She had like bacon, not a bacon eating competition, but she had like, a, I can't even remember the name of it. It was like a rotary fundraiser or Tracy something. Tracy said that he said something about it. He said, oh, there's been the only thing we've ever done like that is and I'm sure it's what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't remember the details yeah on it either, was like a cooking like a yeah. recipe contest or something okay, yeah, yeah. and then people could come and they would vote for their favorite with uh, like money and um and yeah as like That's a fundraiser smart, yeah, yeah we're, so. we're just gonna sell tickets at the door okay there <laughs> but, you go there you go but um it'll be inclusive of all the all bacon, the bacon stuff and everybody has to bring a sample for everyone attending Good. so we're gonna have to have a certain amount of tickets and okay it's gonna be fun in juno this sells out within a week oh and it's my. crazy like this is an annual event they do up there and their tickets are astronomical it's gonna be our first year doing it here so we're not gonna be very expensive okay <laughs> but um it's crazy it's very successful up there i'm hoping we can do it annually also yeah that yeah. would be really fun i know bacon is like uh i don't know it's its own food group well in this town and events man like it's like we do yeah. t- prizes and all the stuff and people like to do that but like this sold so quickly, people are like, oh, I want to put my name on an event. Like this mm-hmm. is because it's so community oriented. Mm-hmm. That's exactly so. And things to do. Mm-hmm. It's just wonderful to have something different, um, something fun. Uh, you know, we're helping to. You got to be creative here. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. You have to be creative and um, and just, yeah, create opportunities for fun. And that's what life, like KFMJ Day does. I did it. I had to think about it. Yay. Yay. <laughs> and well, also just want to say, really quickly too like for 
I love that there is such a thriving scene for live music mm-hmm. that's happening in Ketchikan right, right now. There was a number of years, not that long ago, that where we didn't have a lot of like local bands that were playing regularly and that were really... There's so many and there's now. So and it many. seems like it's doubled since I've been here, yeah. probably because you know, COVID's ending. But. Yeah, and people are playing all over the place mm-hmm. and there's just opportunities and the quality... It's almost every weekend someone's playing somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, and they're yeah. and they're just it's just all so fun and so good and so I just love that like that is happening and that this event is helping just to do you know one more awesome layer of celebrating all of the great talent that's here and then you've got um I don't know if you're yeah I'm sure you are familiar with Raining Man that's gonna be their last time doing it I, I read. heard that yeah that's sad I've never even been to one you gotta go to the last one I guess it's not my thing yeah. I get like I get like this weird social anxiety mm. stuff well, in situations see if we did I had to tell oh that's a funny story she was so so Brittany last week I think it was last week she's like so are you gonna gonna come to KFM KFMJ Day and I was like um can we do a remote <laughs> And I was like, I always have a really hard time going to things like that and just like being at just places. You're like, give me something to do. Yeah, <laughs> give me something to do. And it's fun for me. Otherwise, I just feel awkward. You and, and Russell weird. have such a fun banter, though, yeah. I think. Yeah. And I'll try and jump in here and there. Too. Yes. We'll be running around. But yeah, no, I think it'll be it'll be a lot of fun. So yeah, so you wish to talk to the I don't know if they have service out where they have Raining Man at, Ooh, though. Probably not. Yeah, so that's a good point. I know. I it's okay. I I mean, well, it's at someone's house, right? They could have Wi-Fi. They probably have Wi-Fi. Probably have Wi-Fi. Yeah, <laughs> like Catherine, you've been assigned to come to this crazy party. We know it's not your thing, but talk on the radio and pretend talk, like it is. You know, they get like really cool bands. Last year, they had like. Um, so many. I couldn't even begin to listen to it. I know Joe played. Um, there was like a rapper, which was really yeah, interesting. Okay. Yeah, okay. And then I think, I want to say The Sheets, maybe. Yeah, I think Tracy's, um, or no, Tracy was doing the sound and stuff, yeah, wasn't he? Yeah, I don't think he, he performed yeah. last year or this year, unfortunately. Yeah, but. yeah. So, I know. There's just lots of great things that are happening. All right, talk to us about what's going on with this Elton John thing. Oh, yes. I almost forgot. Yeah. Like, the, the one we just rolled out this week that I should right. be talking about. <laughs> Go to Alaska Coffee, and if you haven't been there yet, their new storefront is so cute. It's um, so it's that. Bright- so tell them what cute means. Cute. Oh, sorry. So I said this to Cat earlier, and I actually stopped myself, and I came back, and I'm like, I say cute, but it's actually like very punk rock. Okay. <laughs> um, like, but I like if I like it, I call it cute. Um, it's like bright red. It's right next to the totem. They've got a huge mural in there. You know the artist's name? Ricardo. Ricardo. Okay, I keep sli- his name keeps slipping my mind. So talented. They've got like actual people in Ketchikan and on this mural it's giant it's a whole wall and they just rolled out their palminis which um i don't know if a lot of people who have been to juno know palminis right it's the same family making them so if you miss juno palminis like i do go get their palminis really it's the same family wow and um i was so excited when she told me that because i'm like I'm so. I always get so sad. I'll get a craving for for, for palminis, and I can't find them. So there. what are they? Because not they're everybody like, knows. That's true. I forget. I'm like not everybody automatically knows. We know. <laughs> yeah. um, they're like Russian dumplings, and they're mm-hmm. either meat or potato filled. I'm not sure what kinds she has. Um, and they put them in like butter with cilantro and sriracha, and like a piece of sourdough bread usually, and yeah. sour cream, and it is just the best thing ever. Usually. 
after the bars is when I would go get it. Yeah, that's, I think that's the popular time. Right, yeah. but I don't think they're open that late. So just right. a nice lunch. Um, but yes, anyway, so we are doing this Elton John promotion. It is his last tour ever. He's calling it the Farewell Yellow Brick Road Tour. And the the concert that we have purchased tickets to is already sold out. Um, it's in Tacoma, which is right outside Seattle. Yep, yes. yep. Okay. <laughs> in October... <laughs> And if you want to win tickets, we're, we're sending two people. We're buying the concert tickets, we're buying the airfare, and we're buying the hotel for two people. So you're going to go to Alaska Coffee, you're going to put your name in the box all week. It's going to be there for a chance to win, and that box will move locations every week. But this week, Alaska Coffee, and even if you're not going... Well, I mean, put your name in the Elton John box anyway. Why wouldn't yeah, you, you know? put your name in there and go check out the new coffee shop that opened yes, up downtown. Yes, it's so cute. And they do other stuff. They do paninis and breakfast sandwiches and stuff. And I think they're working on more. They're just still trying to open. But it is, they've got merch in there. And I think Ray Troll and some other people are going to be doing some signings off cool. and on. So yeah, a lot of cool stuff. They got a lot of cool stuff. Yeah. Going. And I was saying that it's the people who own Market Cafe that have uh, that have opened Alaska Coffee. Is that right? No, it's... No? Um, Janet Hoffman and Dallas Hoffman. Oh, um, they co-run it. Yeah, it's mom yeah, and son. That's what they I thought. used to be in Salmon Market, and they moved. Oh, um, okay. They moved so they locations. moved they got their over own there. Storefront, so they're oh. no longer part of um, Salmon Market. I don't okay, think, yeah. okay. Because I was, I was. Uh, anyways, this is not important, but okay. Um, so, but it's a local face, local family. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. And Ricardo is, if you don't know who he is, the artist who did the mural inside of Alaska Coffee. He has been in Ketchikan. For years and years and years. And I think I first met him way back in the early, very early 2000s because he came into Junior's Grocery. And if you've been around Ketchikan for a while, you know Junior's was a super little popular convenience store right downtown where Starboard Frames and Gifts is now. And he came into the store one Christmas season and was like, Can't, can I paint a mural on your windows? And so he painted this beautiful, like winter Christmassy themed mural on uh, on the windows way back then. And since then, he's done a lot of uh, paintings, murals on windows. He also painted, if you've been to the airport, the Ketchikan Airport, yeah. up above the baggage claim, there's that big uh, painting that's in sections of like the Ketchikan waterfront. Ricardo painted that. Okay, interesting. And then he also painted, you, you talked about Libby, he painted, um, two fishing boats on the side of Rendezvous and one of them is named the Libby O oh. in honor of Libby. So Ricardo has, uh, he's my friend. He always, whenever he's like, super, you're so super. It's very sweet. Very sweet You know, sweet guy. I told you this earlier, but I was admiring when I went in there to, to speak with Janet um, about the Elton John stuff. I was mm-hmm. admiring the mural and I'm just looking at it. I see this man right up on his bike and he like comes in and he's looking at it with me and he's like, you like it? And I was like, yeah, He's like, I did it. And I was like, that's yeah. the biggest power move ever. I'm like, I want to be able to do that. Like, yeah, you like it? Like, tell me about it. Like, yeah, I did it. It's I no did big it. deal. No big deal. <laughs> that was I'll, so funny. I'll have to stop down there and look at it. Because whenever I see him, he always, yeah, he's, uh, I enjoy seeing him. So he likes, he rides around on his bike. He's got, did he have the big beard? Mm-hmm, yeah. Yep. He, yeah. He's in the mural. Dallas and his mom are in the mural. Love Sky, it. Dallas's girlfriend is in the mural. Um, Hannah, Chaz, and, um, who I'm forgetting. Something. Mark. So, that's what uh, 
And um, so we were just, I think Cole was telling us that Mark Osborne is there on the mural with his camera. And then I can't remember. Yeah, who and then there's this, even yeah. the cars. Even the cars are actual people in town with the right license plates and everything. And it's, it's like so Front cute. Street, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It is. It's Front yeah. Street. It's a mural of you even Front got, Street. You've got like nails by Michael on there and like oh. the little Mason Temple, everything. It's so cute. Oh, I love it. Oh, that's yep. so cool. Yeah. So fun new business to go check out. All right. Quick recap. I mean, we talked about a fair amount of stuff. I know a lot of stuff. Yeah. Actually. Elton John, go sign up. You want to go. It's his last tour ever. Alaska Coffee, Alaska Coffee, Alaska Coffee. This week. <laughs> this Alaska week. Coffee this week. <laughs> One entry per day. They don't have to call mm-hmm. in and sing to you this time, do nope. they? Okay. Although that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> but we, we uh, this was so last minute, we had to roll it out really quickly. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then KFMJ Day, July 3rd. CatchCamRadio.com. Go buy your tickets. You can buy them at the door, but you'd probably want to buy them in advance because it's $5 cheaper. Mm-hmm. Um, all ages are welcome. All ages welcome. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I know that uh, Brittany and the, the CatchCam Radio Center team are just kind of working hard on bringing more fun um, promotions and events. Yeah, just being back out there town. in the community again. Mm-hmm. COVID made it really hard. So It made it so hard. Yep. Oh, and Michelle my goodness. did so many like events. She was, was crazy. I got big shoes to fill. You so do. I'm like, we're on it. We're trying yeah, to roll all this you, stuff out. And... You do. Mm-hmm. If you ever want to sit down and brainstorm, I can carve out time. And Perfect. we can, yeah. Because now it's about planning in advance because mm-hmm. everything's been so like, okay, let's get this done. What's next? This done. So I'm trying to get it in advance because mm-hmm. we got the derby coming up. We got all this crazy stuff coming up that we're going to be doing. So Yeah. Yeah. Lots of good stuff yay thank you miss Brittany, for thank coming you, on the air and um so i'm going to give just an update that i know for sure is happening with the arts council blueberry arts fair is happening um in august it's always the first weekend of august there is going to be a blueberry festival and that is always the first saturday they're doing things last i heard it's going to be very similar in style to how it was last year where they shut down like mission street and they had like all of the vendors and the artists downtown for ever since i was a little girl it was always up in the courthouse building and then and last year they moved it and they brought it into downtown and they're doing that again this year. Um, so if you're interested in um, having a spot, make sure you get in touch with the Arts Council. They're also going to be doing their blueberry um, art Main Street Gallery like exhibit and they put a call out for artists to submit art to that and I'm sure that there's a call out for that that's happening so you can go to catchcanarts.org to find out more about what's going on with our friends at the Arts Council. I know there's lots that I'm missing. I'm going to reach out to Katie and uh, and we'll get her on the show to fill all of you in with that. All right, you guys, that is it for my time with you today. This is First City Forum. I'll be back to tomorrow with my friend Erin Trout. She's a certified health coach and we're going to be talking about important health coachy <laughs> stuff. I don't even know, but I better bring a pen because I think I need to take notes. All right, you guys have a great rest of your day and I'll talk to you soon.